Yo. What's good, y'all? Welcome to Witchcraft Grenade. Y'all ready? Let's go. We on the airwaves, y'all. We talking pig and topic. Saying what we want, ain't no gatekeepers gonna stop us. Real witches, real talk, authentic. Talk about pagan life and not just the aesthetic. Yo, we're coming out the shadows every other Tuesday. It's the hottest pagan podcast, Witchcraft Grenade. So grab yourself a drink, yo, and get your mind right. Yo, and twist one up if you're about that life. Yo, turn it up for everybody in the room. This lady book dragging the cloud and dropping knowledge like boom. Hail and welcome, witches. You're listening to Witchcraft Grenade. Do no harm, but we take no shit. And today, we're going to be talking with none other than Mama Gina herself. We're also going to be getting into some pagan pickup lines and a bunch of other random nonsense. So let's get after it. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to Witchcraft Grenade, and it is I, Lady Book Dragon. And I cut off a chunk of my hair for a dare. Really? I did. We were playing this game that's like Cards Against Humanity. And this is like a whole family thing. It said, and to keep the cards, you have to do the dare. You have to tell Tush or whatever. It's like called Girl Time or something. I don't remember. <laughs> and it said, keep, uh, cut off your chunk of a uh, chunk of your hair. And my mom looks at me and she's just like, well, you're not going to do that. You love your hair. I'm just like, get the scissors. <laughs> And she's like, you're not going to do it. I'm like, you're telling me I'm not going to do it, which means I'm going to do it. You've known me for how many years? Wow. And I did. I cut off a chunk of my dead ends. Oh, goodness. My my hairdresser evened it out. I had a hair appointment next month. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, Cloud the Pig and Rapper here. Back with another wonderful, wonderful episode here with us on Witchcraft Grenade. But Lady Book Dragon, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Oh, no. Why do melons have weddings? Why do melons have weddings? Because they can't elope. (laughs) 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 And the look on her face is wonderful and I win. (laughs) I I hate it, but I love it. It's like, thanks, I hate it. Oh, I should have known that. So, everybody, last time on Witchcraft Grenade, we had Lola and Silenus Stardust from Witches and Wine of the Children of the Crossroads Coven. Um, yes. So, and we had an absolute blast. We went off on like 45 million tangents. The episode was very long, and everybody that was listening to it, thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, but today, guys, today. Oh my we have goodness. one of my favorite people in the world on 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 the show today, y'all. Uh, I gotta tell you, when we came up on Zoom because we're able to see each other, he had this grin on his face, like he was a kid on Christmas morning, and he could not wait to run down and see his his presents. I was just just like seeing him in little footy pajamas and everything. <laughs> yep, that's me fanboying <laughs> out over here. Uh, so, <laughs> absolutely, without any further ado, guys, today we have Mama Gina. Lamonte here with us and hey hello hey 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 cloud and lady book dragon it is so nice to get a chance to talk to you to both of you this is wonderful how you doing we're doing good how are you doing i'm doing well i cannot complain i i could but you know you know how that goes. Nobody would no, we, listen. We, we all can, but you know. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> it, actually, is... actually, 
actually for for as as bad as this year has been it actually hasn't been all that bad for me i've found ways to get through it so uh not complaining here i'm having having a good time that's awesome i have to say it is so nice to meet you cloud enthuses about you like a like a little boy it's so stinking cute i know I i'm do. saying i know it sounds weird that i'm saying i'm telling him he's so cute it's just like it's so stinking cute how he like goes oh my god oh my god you know who we're talking to today right it's just like so yes, i know <laughs> you know let's let's get all the brown nosing out of the way here now honestly honestly um when i first released my album and you know I joined the International Pagan Music Association and I got on, you know, music started playing on International Pagan Radio and the culture.net, KPPR and all that. You know, Mama Gina was one of the first pagan musicians to reach out to me and be like, this is really good. And so with the IPR YouTube channel that I do, she was also one of the first people to reach out to me to do a video for her, which... It's one thing that I've learned about, uh, you know, doing shows like this and doing YouTube and stuff like that is it's actually kind of hard to get guests. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, especially when nobody knows who you are at all. So I just want to thank <laughs> you for giving me that opportunity to even make a video about you. And then since then, you know, it's been it's been wonderful. Oh, listen, you know what? I love what you're doing. Um, I. I I've long had this conversation with with other people in the pagan community that pagan music doesn't sound one way that there's room for all genres because pagan music is music that's made by pagan people. And so we have this mindset, but but we've got metal and we've got now hip hop and yep. we've got you know rappers and we've got you know folks that are writing in a more latin vein and we've got you know all the drumming and all the celtic music and you know i came up against that you know 10 years ago when i stepped out um as a solo pagan artist with people saying well what do you do and i'd say well i'm a singer songwriter and i'm writing pagan music and they'd come back with my cd next day, the next day because they'd buy it and then they'd come back yeah. the next day and they'd say this wasn't what I expected. It's not Celtic. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's not. And, and it's gotten even weirder. So, you know, but fortunately I think the community is really embracing the diversity of all the music that's going on um, uh, in the community. Yeah. You know, I could, I could contest to that because I've, uh, I've had quite a few people reaching out to me, especially lately uh, about the music and all that. And when, and you could ask lady book dragon, when I first started this, this whole hip hop thing, it was kind of an uphill road for a little bit. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and then out of, oh out of nowhere, it all just kind of happened at once, you know? Um, but there are other pagan rappers that are on the come up and there's people that I've been in conversations with and talking about and working with. So, you know, this is a whole thing that we're doing here, but I mean, one of the, one of my favorite things about being a musician and, and this is something that, you know, I really resonate with you and what you do, the, the creative process. Yeah. You know, uh, it's one of the things that I love the most about what you do. And from like interviews that I've heard with you and everything on how you work with muses and all of that. So can you kind of run down how that works a little bit for us or. Uh, for me personally, it is such a weird process. 
Um, I, it, you know, I, I'm, I'm letting you in on the, uh, making sausage part of this, uh, you yes. know, the part that nobody wants to see or hear <laughs> about. <laughs> uh, I get it now. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always been a songwriter. Literally. I, I wrote my first song in fourth grade and was up on stage playing it for the whole school. And, um, two weeks later was back with another one. And, um, the nuns encouraged me and I knew my audience. So uh, the first couple songs were about the Virgin Mary because I knew my audience. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still writing about the goddess all these years later. I think it's pretty funny. But, um, you know, I, I've always heard things in my head. I've always, it's more than just inspiration that comes through to me. I mean, I hear phrases, I hear music, I hear voices. And it's, you know, I, I often tell people, welcome to my therapy session, because this is my way of working through all of that. You know, and it, it, it may be a joke that other people medicate for this and I just write music. But the fact is, is that I've always had this stuff flowing through me. And um, in the last 10 years, I've really pushed it. I've really allowed it to come through full bore. And um, to the point where I'm not just getting random ideas and single song ideas, I'm getting full-blown entities coming through and writing through me. And I know that sounds crazy, but um, when Nine Toes first came through, I didn't know what was happening. I had no idea. And for the people who have never heard the Nine Toes story, the backstory to this is totally crazy. So... In August of 2015, I'm driving and this whole story falls into my head. Complete story about a bard who, who has a curse on her that nobody can remember her name. And so she finds a dragon, makes a deal with the dragon that she will get a name that everybody can remember. In exchange, she has to spend one night with that dragon and that dragon gets to take whatever he wants. Well, the dragon has a toe fetish, so he takes a toe. So I'm like, this, this whole story, this complete story, like downloads into my head, like I live it while I'm driving and I pull off to the, you know, the first exit and I just fill up a notebook with, with all of this imagery and all these ideas. And just a few days later, I have a song, Nine Toes the Bard. And I'm thinking, this isn't like anything I've ever written. Nobody is going to ever listen to this. This is so stupid. But you know, it might be a really good drinking song. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> Nine Toes the Bard. What's her name? Nine Toes the Bard. So I, I, I wrote this song and I started playing it out. And the response was crazy. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to do this song. And I got a couple more songs in that vein of this, of this kind of ancient bardic kind of tale kind of stuff. And I thought, this is so weird. Well, <clears throat> in June of 2016, 10 months after that song came through, I wound up in a hospital in St. Louis and I lost a toe. And while I was in the hospital, oh yeah, oh yeah. And while I was in the hospital, um, I think I had some kind of spiritual experience. Uh, Nine Toes walked into the hospital room and I was not on morphine because I couldn't feel my feet, which is why the whole thing happened. I'm diabetic. Um, and uh, this was my whole introduction to this is a new way of life for you. But um, 
I, so they didn't, you know, once the, once the anesthetic wore off from the surgery, there was no need for morphine. I had no morphine. I had no pain meds at all. I'm in the hospital for like six days because they were trying to get my sugar under control. And nine toes walks in the day after the surgery. And I'm like, you're real. And she's, I, and she's never left me. Um, we communicate. Um, yes, I know this sounds crazy, but the fact is, is that she's, she is totally, you know, and, and we have assimilated somewhat. We have, uh, aligned a little bit more, um, especially since I started letting her do her own part of the shows. Uh, if I'm playing her music on stage, um, I let her come through and do the, do the pieces, uh, which is really, really interesting because I've actually had people say, you can, your features change, everything changes when Nine Toes is on stage. Um, and then in the last three years, Ava has come through. Um, and she is a musician from 30,000 years in the future. And her story is not funny at all. There is nothing funny about it. And I want you to know, this is the worst part, is that 10 months after Ava came through and I started working on her music, I wound up in the hospital and lost a second toe. And I decided at that point that I was going to let all of my spiritual entities that are around me know that there will be no more body parts for sacrifice, that they will have to <laughs> something else, because I know that there are more in line. I already know who is next. Uh, once I finish Ava's uh, CD, I already know who is coming through next because we've already had conversations and I, but I, I can't multitask with them. <laughs> I've got to have them like one-on-one -on -one completely immersed, complete immersion with them. Um, I am fully aware. It's not like channeling. I am fully aware when they come through. It's so bizarre. Okay. Cause I was about to say, it makes me think of like the mediums, like back in the 18, 1900s, where it's just like their faces would shift and they speak in different voices. Right. You were making right. me think of that. Now I had a, I, I wondered about this. Do you think when nine toes first came to you, like before you lost your own toe, mm. do you think you were having some kind of premonition? I think that it was the shot across the bow and I didn't pay attention because I was, I had been sick for a few years, but I was not paying attention because I was on the road and I was just doggedly determined that I was going to get up every day and do the thing, move the gear, drive the distance, play the concerts, play the festivals. And if I didn't stop, then I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't stop. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like mm -hmm. if I just kept going, that no matter how sick I felt, it wouldn't matter. I would just be able to keep going. And that whole thing finally stopped me in my tracks. So I think that, honestly, it was a shot across the bow. I think that there was somewhat of a premonition. But the truth is, I think that my situation simply made me the best candidate for nine toes to come through. Because... Mm -hmm. I was already physically in alignment where I was headed with who she was. And I, I think that sometimes that is what makes us the right vessel or vehicle for God, goddess, whatever it is that we choose to invoke. And, um, you know, if, if you're going to be, um, if you're going to be Freya, 
uh, you know, in ritual, you spend months in immersion, or at least this is how I approach invocation. Mm -hmm. You spent, I spend months studying, um, being ready, actually doing the things that Freya would do, um, making the choices that Freya would make so that by the time it's time to fully invoke her in ritual, I have already become the person that she needs me to be so that she can step through so that I can allow her presence in the world um, in the most effective way. And this is for me, the songwriting and the working with um, the working with Naito's Pomona and she walks the stars is very much a magical process. And I've done a little bit of assimilation with a couple of other entities over many years and so once it started happening with the nine toes i recognized what was happening and was able to um, put some guardrails up and decide how much and how fast i got i gotta say i i love that you know literally working with these entities that speak with you and creating something physical from it you know like it's that's that's something that like most people channel and everybody has you know a personal relationship with their guide muses whatever whatever entity it is that you work with on a regular basis so like i have conversations with my guides constantly you know i like, yeah. i really do like little mental conversations with them but like to actually have that experience that's something yeah. that i haven't had yet but I do have similar experiences in meditations. Yeah. Like, like for example, the song that I just released recently, Persephone's Dance, it was, I put the beat on and I meditated to it. Yeah. And I had this vision. And then I put that on paper. And I'm uh, low-key jealous of this vision. It, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a different... I'm such a Persephone a, fan, girl. <laughs> like, it's a different process, but it, it's actually not too far off, I think. Because I think I'm just doing more of a I, I haven't like assimilated with my guys in a, in a fashion to where I can let them through. And I think maybe I might just be kind of blocking that from happening. But <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think you're blocking anything. I, I think that I am at a point in my life where I have a freedom that I didn't have before, mm. quite truthfully. Um and I've always, like I said, I've always been a songwriter. So I've always heard things in my head. I've always, and, and usually I hear them when the rest of the world is quiet. So camping is when I get most of my writing done mm. in the trees, in the woods, you know, at five o'clock in the morning when everybody is, is just barely getting up, I'm sitting there with my cup of coffee and, and writing things down because I've written lots of other music without Nine Toes or Ava. Yeah. Right. Oh, and yeah. I've been doing it my whole life. But when by the time Nine Toes came through, I was in my mid 50s. And there is a freedom, I think, that comes with age or with life circumstances. You know, my son is grown. That is no longer a thing that I need to focus on. I I let go of the day job at 50. I, it's not a thing that I have to worry about anymore. What will they think in the legal office uh, of this crazy woman? Um, I don't have to, I, I'm not concerned with compromising with the rest of the world in any way, shape or form. I'm simply concerned with allowing 
um, whatever happens musically to happen. And that freedom, I think, was also part of Nine Toes coming through fully. And with Ava now coming through fully, I just don't freaking care anymore if the rest of the world thinks I'm <laughs> They're, 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 you know, I love it. The people who get the music get the music, and the people who don't, look, I'm 59. I'm not going to be some mega star, you know, dancing around on stage. I can barely walk on stage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I can't feel my feet. There ain't going to be no dancing. But oh my God, I just, I love older women who are just like, you know what? I'm old. Screw it. <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> what are you calling old? No, but yeah, no but we're, we're, you're, you're, you're older than me. <laughs> all right. That's it. You two rap battle. No, it's all good. It's all good. It's I, all I good. can't. I'm no, no, I, I I'll you. choke. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. No, listen, it's, there is a freedom that comes from experience and from age. And listen, some people don't get here because they are still way too concerned with all the other stuff in their lives that but i literally cut all of that out not that i don't love my son i adore him right but he doesn't need me every day in his life right right mm -hmm. um yeah. you know i don't need you know he's he's a grown man he don't need his mama every day and the rest of the world doesn't need me in that way anymore i don't need to be a thing for the world therefore i get to be exactly who i am and i think that that is a lot of what gives me the freedom so like so kind of that so basically that that freedom is what opens the door for me it's absolutely i like that yes yeah, that the, makes a lot the, of sense the crone does have the most wisdom yes ah, yeah, there you go i shall <laughs> take this i shall i shall definitely take those words into account as i grow older <laughs> that's for sure yeah definitely uh, i want to be already that pretty much there i'm not caring what anybody thinks about me so <laughs> I, I, i'm getting there I, I want to be there i'm not there yet i really want to be there though so i really want to go i don't care <laughs> now now naturally outside of the music you you do you you do have written music uh just mm -hmm. yourself without anybody stepping through and all of that for example yep. firewood and russ's amazing album thank um, you very personal album very um, very personal and, and and now we're working on Ava. She walks the stars, and I I just I I just love it how you're like here here's you know this and then we're gonna go back to this and then we're gonna do this which this the new stuff with Ava sounds it's completely totally different. different it completely yeah. different and and that speaks to musicianship and knowing that you're putting a lot of work in and looking outside a lot outside of the box and that these things are happening you know it's like physical proof of what is happening with you yeah and I, I think it is I, you know what without ava i don't think that i would have pursued in this past year uh, a way to make her music better because everything that i wrote for her was written on my acoustic guitar and just my voice the songs came through that way because that was what i had right you know, sitting at a campsite, I don't have my computer and uh, the DAW and all of the keyboard sounds and all of the cool stuff. All I've got is the guitar and, and my voice. And so all of that music was actually written that way. But when 
when I sat down to contemplate the CD and realized that there was no way that the music that I was hearing in my head that I was going to have a way to afford to go into a studio and experiment. And she said, you know, you can do this by yourself and COVID is the perfect reason why. And um, so I've spent this year, this past 2020, um, and on into this year, uh, I take uh, mixing classes, um, classes uh, on learning how to maneuver in my very fancy DAW, um, which is a digital audio workstation. And, yep. and, uh, and I just absolutely am loving the fact that I am getting even close to the things that she has sent to my brain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all the sounds and things are, you know, there's like, there's so many things that I've done that are unconventional with this music. There's not a lot of, you don't hear a lot of snare in this because I wanted other sounds. I wanted more human organic sounds in this. Although you hear a lot of other stuff too. I, I have sounds that I downloaded from NASA from pulsars that are part of the rhythm behind yeah. some of the music. I, I just, I was able to do some really so awesome. Things. Yeah. Uh, so, like when you have something in your head and you go to get it out, right. <laughs> and when you finally get it out and it sounds the way that you want it to sound, <laughs> yeah, it must be nice. It's one of the more <laughs> freeing things because it can really consume you when you have a melody in your head and you can't like get it the way you want it. <laughs> Like, no, I, I have to say, I love listening to you talk about your music because it sounds like your music and your spirituality and you are all just one entity. You, you are the music. You are who you want to be. And it's just it's admirable. It's completely admirable. The bingo. That's totally it. My my I am at a point in my life where I am so fortunate that my physical reality and my spiritual reality are the same thing i my passion is my music um if it translates to something else that's great too but i i don't have to make compromises anymore and my listen my music is so freaking spiritual even if it's just me talk, crying about my broken heart on firewood and rust there is my soul is all over that thing and my pagan philosophies are all over it too and ava's stuff is so incredibly kabbalistic um which is the underpinning of my entire my entire spirituality and it's 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 kabbalah from start to finish and if you know what you're listening to you hear it and if you don't it doesn't matter because the music is still really cool <laughs> it is so you awesome. you basically you don't practice paganism you live it you walk the path yeah i i stopped practicing a long time ago you, <laughs> you just are it's I, it, yeah i mean i am who i am and yeah i love it it's, it's so awesome yeah. i love it i'm so, jealous <laughs> so i'm guys, a lucky girl guys <laughs> but mama gina and i did a thing um we, we did a, a thing. thing yes um i was reaching out looking for somebody to sing the the hook on a song that i was writing and and mama gina was nice enough to to do that for me um and this is something that we're going to be putting on my next album modern bard that i am planning on releasing at some point when I get it ready. Um, <laughs> um, and so 
I would like to play this song for everybody here. This is going to be an unreleased. You heard it here at Witchcraft Renee. You're not going to hear it anywhere else. Um, and until it's released. So I want to play this song for everybody and just see how awesome that it turned out. And I'm very proud of it. Now, this song does mean a lot to me. Um, this song is talking from the point of view of a of a friend trying to talk another friend into going to rehab and it is a very in your face lyrical experience so this is your trigger warning people okay there are a lot of cuss words in this song there are a lot of raw topics in this song so there it is skip ahead about five minutes if you are not down for that kind of talk okay <clears throat> and then we will talk about the song afterwards so let me just set That's a couple like a things plan. up real quick here oh it's just exciting yes yes you heard it first on witchcraft grenade <laughs> that was not good enough you heard it first on witchcraft grenade there you go that's better all right excellent <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, uh, when we're talking about when we're talking about funny voices, the sexy reading of love songs did not go over as well as I thought it was going to. What? Yeah. Yeah. I guess we might have to scrap that, guys. I don't know. Or maybe I'll pull it out. And we'll do a throwback day. But so here we go. Without any further ado, this is called Second Chances. Everybody. You say you want to get help, man. Yeah, I can help you, man. Look, bro, we can go right now and get you some help. For real. Just get, we just get in the car, bro, right now. I got your back every step of the way. Yeah. Yeah, listen. Turn it up. I know this isn't how you want to live your life. Yeah, it's kind of like walking on the edge of a knife. I'm offering a second chance. Come and take my hand Do everything I can For you That's real I'm offering a second change Come and take my hand Promise never turn my back on you No Real talk, bro, you're looking kinda strung out You lost a lot of weight, your eyes are straight bugged out it's like you forgot, forgot how to act and yo, you don't believe me, bro Yo, let's look at the facts And see, you robbed your mama twice And, and your, your grandmama, grandmama once You owe everybody in your life like 200 bucks Always ask for money Stealing shit you can pawn You get a little money All of a sudden you're gone And then I see your ass Getting back on the bus On your way to the set The scores and shit get fucked up you disappear for days, your family worry for you every day You're driving them insane, now you're not now At a family function at your grandma's house Head down, drool coming out your mouth You'll let me take you to a place where you can relate Detoxify, yo, or maybe take a little space Cause I know this isn't the life that you had planned The addictive disease, it got you caught up in his grasp Addiction's a motherfucker, let me give you a hand And take it from me, cause I'm a walking second chance I'm offering a second chance Come and take my hand Do everything I can for you I'm offering a second chance 
take my hand Promise never turn my back on you I yell a needle in your arm, might as well be a gun in your mouth Push the plunger down, pull the trigger like plow I yo, I just want my friend back so we can go and kick it like we used to way back Remember the time when we was chilling at the spot Talking about life and all the dreams that we got you said you wanted a good life, a couple of kids, a girl to be your wife Well you had it for a minute till you fell off And started fucking with the hard shit Forgot who you were and left your life behind real quick And now you're gonna have a hard time building back the trust Let's be honest, some of the shit you did was fucked up But I know that wasn't you Yo, I wanna help bring back the friend I once knew so let me take you to a place where you can relate Detoxify, yeah, well maybe take a little space Cause I know this isn't the life that you had planned The addictive disease, it got you caught up in its grasp Now you can take my advice and let me get you some help The most important second chance is the one you give yourself I'm offering a second chance Come and take my hand Do everything I can for you Offering a second change Come and take my hand Promise never turn my back on you That turned out phenomenal. I am very happy with the way that song turned out. Um, that is amazing. But yeah, honestly, that song really means a ton to me. So for you to lend your voice to that song for me, it means a ton. It really oh. does. You know, because like, you know, being a recovered addict myself, it's uh, it's one of those things that you know now I will slam my head against the wall trying to help somebody you know what i mean because i don't he, he want, will. i don't mm -hmm. want people in my life that to go through you know what i've been through like you know what i mean it's just a lot i mean look i got my yeah. weight back up i've been clean for like 15 years now but maybe longer but it's like i want to <laughs> Yeah, want you want to make the world yeah. better for other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, I definitely... you definitely have an... I wouldn't say it's a complex quite yet, but you do have a bit of a knight in the shining armor complex. I, I, I do. Uh, and and, and I a savior complex. openly admit that my shadow work has told me that on a regular basis. It's usually <laughs> one of the first things that comes up. But Yeah, I'm one of the first people to go, yo, yo, no, you're... you're, you're you're exhausting yourself, man. It's not... He's like, no, 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 I think I can get to him. I'm going to be like, <laughs> I'm gonna sit here and wait until I told you so. <laughs> and I will yeah, actually say, ah, oh, huh, if only someone had told you that three months ago. Hmm, I wonder who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's snarky about it. <laughs> yeah, but you that one person that you get through to is is worth all of it. Yep. It really is. Absolutely. Makes it all I, worth I, it. when 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 you put this out that you wanted to to do a collab with somebody, I was like Man, I don't know if he's going to think I'm a good fit for this or not, but I was really, really happy that you said yes, because uh, this song is um, 
I just, I love it. I love what it's saying. I love, I love your approach to it. I think it's one of the smoothest, smoothest things that you've done so far. And, um, you know, that was before my voice was on it. And, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just tickle pink that, that you said yes to me because, uh, I love it. I love, I love being able to be part of it. Yeah. I think you complimented it so well and it you're the way you put your voice that it was just deeper and caring it did add a whole nother level to it yeah it definitely brought emotion to the song you know that was like here's one person who's like basically yelling at somebody and pleading at him like dude come on dude like what the fuck and, and you're just coming in just so calmly so yep. gently just like so you're basically talking the subtext through the anger. Yes, right, right, right. It, it's it's very it's a very good very like the whole concept like and and that is another one of those songs that came to me in the vision, and the vision that I had for this song was like me sitting there rapping this to somebody, and right. them sitting there listening, you know, and we're just sitting on the couch having a conversation. You know, and it just kind of came up and I was like, wow, this is going to be really good. So I didn't actually start this meditating before writing thing until after I released Misconceptions. So now everything that I'm doing for this next album, I have been putting some form of like meditation or some form of like shadow work or journaling into what I've been writing. Um, And it's those different creative processes I think that set musicians apart, you know, from each other. And it's what gives us all our unique outlooks and our unique things that we bring to the table musically. I mean, I I just have this total love affair when there's a, there a male artists bring on a female voice and they're like doing the chorus and stuff like that. Like, how Eminem did love the way you lie. Mm-hmm. My one favorite rapper. I don't know if he's technically a rapper, but JT music. I just listened to a song of his. I, I actually sent it to you cloud where it was yeah. home to hell, where he actually had some female lyrics in there. I just have such a love affair with it. It's just, I can't put towards how much I love that style. Well, you got to look at, at, at the, the, the base music of the song is an easel. Yeah. And then everything that you're doing to that bass track, that bass idea, harmony, whatever you want to call it, whatever you do from there, that is you're adding all of your happy little trees and and all of that. <laughs> or you're no or you're adding the dark clouds no. and rain and thunderbolts and lightning. Oh god. Yeah, like Bob Ross, what'd you say? Doing. Um there are no there are no mistakes. There's just ha- there's happy accidents. Yes, happy little right. accidents. Like me, I'm a happy accident. Hey. <laughs> So, I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> so there, there is one thing that I wanted to ask you about. Another, another thing I wanted to ask you about. Um, the Green Album. Yeah. You were a member. Uh, you were one of the artists that was featured on the Green Album. Yeah. And, you know, that is something that I really, really, really wish I had released music before 2020. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, because that is something that I would have jumped on immediately, like for the cause. And yeah. so do you want to kind of explain how that all came together? And is there talk of another green album in the works? Has anybody reached out to you about it or anything like that? So the green album uh, was released in May of 2016. 
and uh, it, back in 2015, uh, I'm sitting at a campsite one day. This is and this is such a crazy story. I'm sitting at a campsite one day at a festival, and we had just been through um, this thing in Florida, this this bear harvest, what they called it, but it was actually a slaughter where over a weekend, over uh, it was like 297 bears were killed in like two and a half days. Um, they sold licenses. They wanted to thin out the bear population and they had to shut it down really fast because the hunters just went like, whoa, get me a bear. And I was sitting in the woods at this festival <laughs> and I was so angry. I mean, it was viscerally angry. And oh, if yeah. You've heard, if you've heard my music, I don't do angry very often at all. I, I just don't do angry. I do funny. I do happy. I do sad. I do, I do disappointed. I do a whole range of emotions, but I don't often do angry in my music. But this, I sat down in like an hour and wrote this song called Do North. And it was about the bear harvest, but it was from the perspective of the bear once being honored. And now it's just a trophy. And I was so angry and I literally had just finished writing the writing the the last of the chords down and was looking at it wondering what the hell I was going to do with it because it didn't sound like anything else I had ever done. And my cell phone rang and it was Brad from Murphy's Midnight Rounders and they've changed their band name now they're doing something different but um, up in uh, up in the uh, Wisconsin Minnesota area and Brad said so uh Danny with Tuatha Dea has this great idea and he asked me to give you a call um and he explained that he wanted they wanted to do the green album and they were thinking maybe 14 artists uh each one contributes a song that's never been published before brand new song and the only rule was that it had to be something green it had to be something about the earth or the planet or caring for the earth and I literally, I sat there and went, Brad, I think I just wrote the song. I said, the answer is yes. I don't have to think about this. Um, there were 14 artists uh, or bands and or bands, uh, everybody from Suge, you know, SJ Tucker. Um, uh, and, and I will forget somebody and forgive me, but Wendy Rule and Dov the Bard and Tuatha Dea and you name it. And I was like, I was like the minor player on this whole thing because I was the one person that nobody really, really knew very much. Um, and I was just tickled pink to be in on the project. Um, so everybody submit, everybody recorded their songs. Uh, we all made a small investment into the printing side of this. Um, and uh, Danny put the whole thing together, all the legal stuff and everything. And uh, the real kicker for the Green Album was that 25% of all of the money that comes from the sale of the CD or from the online stuff goes to the Rainforest Trust. And that is a huge um, uh, charity, I, I guess I'll use that word for lack of a better term, but it is a huge concern that buys up lands uh, that is, it has either endangered wildlife on it or, you know, they started with the rainforest and things like that. So land that needs to be preserved in some way. And uh, gosh, I think the last time we looked, it was over 10,000 acres that we had, we had managed to pay for um, with the sales of the green album. Uh, we recently, uh, and that was in 2016 that it got released. And just in this past year, uh, Danny partnered with the rain 
Rainforest Trust and we did a reboot. Um, so uh, everybody uh, that was on the original CD sat down and recorded live raw versions of their songs, not the studio stuff that's on the CD, but mm -hmm. just live raw versions on video. And we put together a two hour um, concert and and sort of a just a reboot for the whole thing and uh was actually played over some pretty big networks and uh it's just great because it's it has it's given it a brand new life uh the green album.net uh is where you can find out more it's also the green album uh you can do digital downloads now on Bandcamp. just look for the green album it's the <laughs> it's got it's, 14 it's, pagan artists it's freaking amazing it's awesome yeah, that Everything sounds amazing. And and honestly, I think as a community of pagan musicians, I definitely feel that being active like that, especially from, you know, a, be it a, you know, a ecological, you know, yeah. cause or or maybe, you know, something to raise awareness, something like that these are things that i think we should do more as a community personally absolutely um, and, and i think that we could do a lot of good work as musicians within our communities be it local or you know national worldwide you know through doing stuff like that so you know just the fact that that is a thing it, it, it amazes me and you know when it first came out i was like whoa you know what i mean like yeah. i was like this is awesome you know and i i listened to the whole thing i i every track on it is excellent i mean and we're talking like strong points strong words just powerful yeah. stuff yeah. you know and i'm like man if that ever happens again i want in <laughs> <laughs> i know? mean right? the, the whole thing about the bear harvest like you guys saw my face i was just like excuse oh. you yeah yeah excuse the harry yeah. potter and the audacity of this bitch yeah like <laughs> like, he, like you guys you guys heard why doing his little woof woof he wasn't happy yeah. he wasn't liking when he was here hearing either it, you yeah, know it's it's, it's, it's awesome. funny because like <laughs> Harry Potter and this bitch. <laughs> Harry Potter and the audacity of this the bitch up. is one of my catchphrases. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. So I, I just, I, I think it's absolutely wonderful that, you know, the community of pagan musicians would get together and do something like that. Now, I do want to say a real quick disclaimer, okay? Now, when, when she was talking <laughs> oh, about no. the bear harvest, right, uh -huh. I chuckled, and I, and I wanted to make everybody know that I do not think that, that what she was saying was funny. But how she said it, let's go get some bear, that made you me know, chuckle. Because you know, we got I, talk, penises. I find myself talking like that all the time, just playing around like, come on, Jethro, let's go get fit. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. something that made me laugh. We I, got tiny penises, so we're going to hunt harvest. bear and think we're a man. Yeah, I, I do not want to be canceled yet. I know you guys are going to try eventually, but not, not no, yet. That's okay, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm eventually going to get canceled, but not now. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we got a couple things that we 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 like to do here on on Witchcraft Grenades. Mm -hmm. A few segments that we usually do to close out the day, and all of that. And Mama Gina, please, by all means, 
we would love for you to hang out and to you <laughs> of know check around with us a little bit have a little bit of fun <laughs> all right so yes. lady book dragon yes how are you looking today how are you looking on how are you looking on memes today I have memes. Yes, I, I, I have memes. My my meme game has fallen off. I have I have not made a meme in two weeks, and I have to get back to it. I'm sorry well, for all you meme us, fans out there. Both of us kind of dropped the ball in the meme game. It's it, you know what it's it is what it is. I'm waiting for a really good meme to come out before I make another one. I think like a really good picture that I could just be like boom and just make an excellent meme. But, you know, you don't want to put crappy memes out there. No, no memes just for the sake of memes. We know our audience. They will know. Yes. They will know. Our yeah. audience is too smart for us to go. Here's a meme just because we promised a meme. And they're going to go. It's like that one video where it's just like, here's a meme. And then the guy just throws the plate. <laughs> <laughs> that would be our audience if we just pull the meme out of our ass. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, we have, uh, 800 followers on Facebook right now and about 600 downloads of the podcast. So people like it. The memes, they like it. The memes, <laughs> they like it. The memes. Wait. It, was, um, it was a slow week for memes. So I, it was a slow week for memes. Yeah. I'm kind of just quickly like double checking everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I, I think I got some good ones. Uh, all right well you know this one might raise some brows i don't know about this one well you dig what well, you dig those up and while you do that i have a little something uh -oh. that i would like to bring to the table to you ladies okay okay <laughs> this is something that i was just kind of messing around and i found it earlier this week this is from the website messages uh what's the website uh moonlightmessages.com Right, and it's a it's a you know pagan website. They have Wicked One, Wicked One Hundred One, and you know tips, magical practice, spells. They even have a section for Beyond the Basics, which I think is super awesome because not a whole lot of websites do that. Um, most of it's all just the one on one stuff, and so that's pretty cool. You should probably go check that out. But they also have a thing of pagan jokes here, <laughs> and one of the <laughs> things that they have here. While you're getting your memes together, I'm, I'm going to mess up your game while you're trying to do it here. Is the top 10 pagan pickup lines. Boy. Um, so I want to, I want to, I want to see how you react to some of these. Um. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know which one I closed. I'm probably not happy. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's all right. I have too many. <laughs> it was, it was meant to be closed. Oh. Uh, so, number 10. Hey, babe, what's your sign? What's this ascendant? What's your planetary alignment in Venus during Cancer's revolving around the fourth house? <laughs> yeah. All that yeah. one makes me think of is when a guy, a guy calls his mom asking for the time that he was born. And she's just like, stop dating her right now. <laughs> <laughs> what time was I born? No. See, see, I, this would kind of like, like I picture a man who has practiced his words like a million times, mm -hmm. and then just word vomit when he actually goes to get up. 
All right. So that so that that was number ten. Number nine. Have you read any good Lil Wynn books lately? That would work on me. Would that work on you? That would work on me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Moments about books. I'm like yes. <laughs> I'll call you Lady Book Dragon for nothing. Mm. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Would you like to come over to my place and Witter Shins? Oh. Uh. God, these are so bad. I love it. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. All right. Number seven. Your feet must be tired because you've been spiral dancing in my mind all night long. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of adorable. It wouldn't work on me, but it's kind of adorable. It's like it's cute that you tried kind of adorable. Right, 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 right. Oh, this is a good one. I've actually heard somebody say this to somebody once. Did it work? No. Oh. <laughs> Haven't I seen you someplace before in another life? Uh-huh. Yeah. That is that is pretty good. Yeah, that's a it's pretty good. It's like it, it's a playoff of "Haven't I Seen You in My Dreams" or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number five. <laughs> yes, I'm hand fasted, but that's not legal marriage. Ooh. Mm. Mm. I don't Sketchy. know if that should be. On well, I don't like that. Yeah, that's a little mm. sus. I don't know. No, bo- no bueno. No bueno. <laughs> so. Do you draw down the moon here often? Oh my god. Whoever wrote these, whoever wrote these must have had a lot of fun writing them though. Honestly. Yeah, that's that's the point of it. Yeah. I wish everybody could have seen Lady Book Book Dragon's eye roll just now. It was good. <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't get to see it because uh because I'm I'm reading here from my screen, so I didn't get to see it. But uh, I'll I'll be sure to watch the video. So <laughs> What's a Nim goddess like you doing in a circle like this? Oh, <laughs> like, oh this one's great. Okay. This one's amazing. I know a guy that would try to use this. I'm just Do we uh, both know him? We we both know him and, and 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 if he hears this, he'll he'll kill me for saying it. But we're not gonna name drop here, but he's gonna know. <clears throat> you have the prettiest third eye I've ever seen. it's even funnier because i know who you're talking about get so pouty he'd be really he wouldn't be mouty mad he'd be pouty let me see that third eye (laughs) he'd just be super pouty like why you gotta do that to me that's not funny oh here we go this is a good one is that a maypole in your pocket or are you just happy to see me i like that one i like that one anybody that has ever been to a belting ritual and has done a maypole knows that if somebody has a maypole in their pocket damn <laughs> <laughs> just saying I'm just saying it's not exactly I'd use possible. that on my fiance I would straight <laughs> up use that on my fiance like hey honey is that a maypole in your pocket are you happy so, so those are the top 10 pig and pickup lines I I <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, so yeah, go check out the website though, because there is a lot of really good information on there. Um, I know we 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 ripped the, some of the jokes apart, but the, you know the information that is on there is sound. 
So you can definitely go and check that out. Hey, hey, look, we can be people can be fun and informative. Well, we try. I don't know how well it's going to go this day and age anymore, but you know. <laughs> okay, boomer. Yeah. Well, get off my lawn, there. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm sorry. You're 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 um. Y'all y'all be over there Gen messing y, with, aren't you? Y- y'all be over there messing with that there there down y'all witchcraft stuff. This is bad stuff right there. You don't want to mess with that. <laughs> you love me. Okay, so love is such a strong word. Do you have your your you have your memes ready? I do. I have five one of them that I like, and there there's this one that's kind of a call out to Christians, and I'm just like, oh, do I want to use it? Do I not want to? Sure. All right, let's do. Let's do. We only live once. So it's all it's all in fun in this life. Okay, so someone said, "I'm so sick sick of seeing Christians in America claim persecution." You aren't being persecuted for loving Jesus. You're being held accountable for not acting like him. Shots fired. They're going to need some ice for that burn. I was expecting a funny one. I I wasn't expecting an an insult. I I told you it was a call out. I mean, mean, damn. (laughs) I told you it was a call out. I'm just like, you know, like most of these are funny. Um, I'm going to end on a nice one. That's kind of like a blessing. No, No Christians were harmed in the making of this podcast. Hey, look, look, I'm okay of Christians. Most of my family are Christians. We're good. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, what do you got? What's that? All right, so let, let's let's pick it up. Yeah. I have me. I have two things to do today. My brain, infinite things to do. Got it. Me, no, just two things. My brain, no point in even starting. That is like every day of my life. <laughs> I have these two things to do. No, no, it's too many things. I don't even know why you're bothering. <laughs> oh, okay. Coffee helps. Coffee does help. Yes. There are only four Irish folk songs. Number one, I've had too much to drink and I regret nothing. Number two, I met a fair Bonnie lass and she was Bonnie and fair. Number three, we will fight the British forever and ever and ever and ever. And number four, (laughs) I have left Ireland and I shall never be happy again. There's a fifth one. Those fucking fairies. <laughs> come out, you black and tans. Come out and fight me like those a man. fucking fairies. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right, this one's a bit of a long one, but I really love the feel of it. It's a, it's a happy one. My ancestors mm. watching me dump an entire stick of cinnamon, two cloves, an allspice berry, and a generous grating of nutmeg into my tea, sweetened with white sugar, loaded with cream, while I sit in my clean, warm house surrounded by books, 25 plus outfits for f- different occasions, and six pairs of shoes, and a he- be- building heated so well that I have the windows open in mid autumn. Our daughter prospers. We are proud of her. She has never labored in the field, but knows the riches we could have not imagined. Yeah. I this is and someone responds with I like this so much better than the idea that our ancestors would be embarrassed or ashamed of us for being soft or some crap like that. The response is my ancestors watching me stuff my face with fried chicken while studying. She eats like an imperial com- imperial concubine and can afford to study like an imperial scholar. We made it. <laughs> it's That's just like That's a really when you look back on it, just like, yes, we we have stuff our ancestors could never imagine. Like the reason I, I'm gonna I'm not gonna go on a tangent, I promise. The reason like white wedding dresses and white wedding cakes are a thing 
it was like white clothing was literally wearable bling and white sugar was literally edible bling but it's so common now like people like white wedding dresses was just like look at how much money i can get this one dress i can only wear once look at this because you could not wash white clothing back in the day i see that was a very interesting tangent of information well, I have a whole tangent on weddings. Don't get me started. There's well, a reason I'm not wearing a white wedding dress. So. <laughs> Let's not get into you, it. You want to go on a tangent, Lady Book Dragon? I can say one word and set you off, but I'm not going to. I, I, I was validated last episode. Don't start. Hate. Um, I, I, Hades deserves better. <laughs> Strap in, everybody. No, no. Honestly. Uh, Listen. If if my child ever gets a mythology teacher and they disrespect Hades, I will curse them through the phone because they will even know to call me and go, hey, hey, mom, you know, I know my mythology teachers. You f- just go, you fucking casual. They let any idiot teach mythology these days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get banned from school at all. <laughs> so what's your. Right. I-, I can't. <laughs> I can't. So, so what, what? What's your pick out of those? Mine's the really long one. I think the really. I love the really long really one. Good. This one just made me giggle because it is my family. When the family is fighting at the table and you're minding your own business, when suddenly you hear, "And this bitch does witchcraft." That's me. Hi. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would legit happen. My entire family knows I do shit, <laughs> and they're they're chill with it. Oh, yeah, but there there is this last one that's more of a blessing. I think I might just hold this for the for the goodbyes because it's been so because this section's kind of gone on for a while. But okay. I honestly do love the one where it's just like, yes, our daughter prospers. Our children don't know hunger. They can study. And it's just like it's it makes you laugh, but it's very uplifting. Like it makes you very aware of your blessings of this day and age. It, so it's kind of my favorite. Cool, I, I I I still like the long one. Yeah, the the That's one me. with the, our daughter prospers. Yes. Yes, yes. I, I was agreeing. Yes. yes, yes, I like the long one. Sorry, I got I got I got I got, I got distracted. <laughs> I had a I had a scroll moment. I got I, a message popped up on my computer, and I was like, scroll. <laughs> it's all right i was in the middle of talking to a co-worker today and mid-sentence i saw someone had a dog in their car i'm like oh, doggy well like that, mid-sentence she, she's just like oh you, look there is a dog she's just like <laughs> looks so confused for a minute like <laughs> what so so what's in what's in lady book dragon's treasure trove this week i got a spicy book you got a spicy meatball right? I, got, I got a spicy meatball So this is Sex Magic for Beginners by Sky Alexander. And I was very like sex magic sounds very interesting to me. It's not something we've really talked about. Now, I've (laughs) like, of course, we make jokes about it, but I just found it. I I picked it up. I'm like, you know what? This is really interesting. And I brought it up to my fiance. He said he's. He's down to do it. I mean, obviously, it's just like, hey, honey, we're, we're going to have sex while I'm doing a spell. Okay. Yeah, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that wasn't hard to get to get across. It's not a hard sell. 
he, most of the stuff I do nowadays, he's just like, okay, are you spending money you shouldn't be? And are you going to hurt yourself? No, then you're fine. <laughs> Gives me way too much freedom. I love it. But it goes into, but it talks about sex magic. Now, I do want to look more into the subject before I start actually, um, you know. As well, you should it. with any kind of magical yeah. practice. Do yes. not. Don't go into a mad a type of magic just reading one book. Because remember, what do we say, children? Every book has unconscious bias, and you need to be able to build a wealth of knowledge. One book is not a wealth of knowledge. Yes. Which is why I have a whole trove. Tell them. I don't have a problem. Wow. I'm just invested. Tell them. <laughs> you have a problem. I know where you sleep. I know you know where I sleep. And your wife will let me do whatever I want. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll let me do what I want within reason. <laughs> you might want to rethink that. <laughs> it's just like, no, no, come back. Ignore the baseball bat. I just want to talk. I'm not mad. I just want to talk. I promise. Nobody will get injured. <laughs> But this is very, it talks about attracting abundance. Of course, it's creating a magical child, which I mean, as someone who can't wait to, you, you cheeky little. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. As blowing. someone who can't wait to have kids, I, I like that chapter. But it go, it does go into it. Obviously, as every book does, it does go into crystals and creating the zone. It does involve Torah and runes and sigils and numbers and medallias and also making amulets and talismans with your sex magic. Hey, so <laughs> all right, how, how does that work? Like, I, I don't get it. That bit base, basically yeah. you just have it around while hey. you're, Hey, all right. I mean, I mean, you're not like physically making, you're not making it while no, I'm pretty sure you're not making it while I'm pretty sure you pre-make it, but I, I double check. It's been a, it's been a couple of months since I read it. It's been a few months since I read this and I've been reading a lot more books since then, which is why I keep books because I don't retain knowledge very well. I always have to go back and reference it, which is why you always hear the, whenever I'm looking through the book, I love my it. brain's just like, yeah, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Okay, what did we just learn? I was supposed to be paying attention. <laughs> that's uh, great. My that my ADHD so brain of mine. It's my brain, and I love it. I guess you love it. It is the reason why my one of my catchphrases is "I made a miscalculation." It's going to be on my gravestone. I made a miscalculation. Well. <laughs> Let's hope you don't make a miscalculation that actually puts you in the grave, though. Be a funny just story. Just use though. that as a tagline and let everybody guess. Uh, it, no, no, just use that <laughs> tagline and let everyone guess. But it's, you know, for creativity, improving health, creating new possibilities, and tapping into your personal power. So, like I said, I want to get a few more books on sex magic before I actually start practicing it and trying it myself. Yeah. But this was very much a good dipping your toe in. Now, I did promise readers that I was going to finish a magic with cannabis book and talk about it on this episode. But we decided we're going to push it back because 
Do you yeah. want to tell them? Okay, so for our 420 episode. Yes, we're doing a 420 episode, everyone. We are doing a 420 episode. It is going to be a mess. <laughs> Just it's going to be a hot mess. <laughs> All right. Because uh, so, we're going to be toasted. Yep. So, and um, this is, uh, marijuana just got legalized in New Jersey. Um, so we can now freely smoke marijuana whenever we want here. Um, we just can't buy it. We just can't buy it. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is, you know, so they're, they're working yeah, on it. You take what you can. Yeah. But uh, so we're going to be doing our. And even then episode. for a year, the distilleries are and going to be mobbed. For that until episode. Until they get a system down. For that episode, we are going to have Melinda uh, Whiteley come on the show. Whiteley. 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 She is the head of the Order of Rossini, which is the Corellian Order of Witches who are studying the magical uses of cannabis. Nice. And so and it's something that she advocates for very much, as, as do I. And we're going to have a nice talk about the magical uses of cannabis on 420. Um now, yes, but I did finish that book and just for for just 240 pages. Look at me, just for 240 pages. You have to reread that book. It packed a lot, a lot into it. Like I did stuff I didn't even know about the brain. Hmm. Like just just to kind of you know wet your pellets a little. Oh, you know I'm you you know I'm already a sucker for when it comes to reading about stuff like that. Especially yeah, he, he's mad at me. I forgot to give it to him the other day. That's okay, though. Uh, so now in between our 420 episode and our um, and, and, and this episode here, we also have Matt Warren coming on to talk about his book, Psychic Witch. Yes, and which I have right here. I have finished reading it. It is a phenomenal book. And... I'm really looking forward to talk to him about the process behind the book and what his vision was for when he started writing it and everything, um, because I really, really, truly enjoyed the book. And, well, uh, I generally love any witchcraft book for the most part, but this one was really good. Like, it stuck out to me. And there was a couple quotes in there that, like, literally stayed with me afterwards. So I'm really looking forward to talking to him about that. Um, now, Mama Gina. Hello. 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 Where can everybody go to get a hold of your stuff? To get your music, to, you know, any merch that you have? Where can they go to find you on tour? Well, yeah, touring is still not happening. I'm actually just starting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I have agreed to start going out around Samhain. uh, So I won't be touring through the summer either. I'm just getting my first shot tomorrow. Um, and, um, so yay. Right. Yes. I got my first shot last week. I haven't yet. I got a rock. (laughs) 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 Okay. Okay. um, Oh, it wasn't actually Charlie Brown that got the rock. Never mind. (laughs) But I'm, uh, I, I am going to start touring again. So you can find out, um, all about me, contact information, tour dates, the new music, when it's coming out, and everything you need to know is at mamaginamusic.com, M-A-M-A-G-I-N-A music.com. Um, and I have a band camp page. There's a link on my on my main website, but if you just go to Bandcamp and look for Mama Gina, you will find me on there. And you can literally listen to all of my music. Buy it if you like. That would be lovely. Um, oh, yes. And uh, yeah, um, 
I've got a whole bunch of stuff going. You can find me on Facebook, Mama Gina or Gina Lamont. You can find me out there. And um, I've got right now, I have a Facebook page dedicated to She Walks the Stars, which is the new music that's coming out. And so if you look on Facebook for She Walks the Stars, you will find that page. And that page is where I'm posting and we are having discussions, all the updates about the music as I'm recording it, um, her backstory, because it is, it. this is a space opera. So there's a huge backstory. People are asking questions about what space is, what, the, what everything is like. And she's answering them uh, from 30,000 years in the future. I'm letting her answer people's really crazy questions. So, um, and I'm also doing, you know, we were talking about the creative process. I'm also doing a series of very stellar, get it? Stellar interviews with my creative friends. And we're talking about everybody's creative process. And um, those interviews are on YouTube, but they're being posted on the She Walks the Stars page. So you can find everything. Um, just look for me online i'm out there but mamaginamusic.com is the main website where you can find everything through so that sounds excellent awesome and we're going to put those links in the description of the podcast so you'll be able to find those and go Great. right to them um i i gotta say it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you and you know um it's pretty awesome because i'm also going to be speaking with you again in a couple of days um yeah. on your youtube You're channel gonna, this is very incestuous isn't it I'm <laughs> on your you're on my show it's very cool <laughs> well well you know it, it, until it gets awkward i said we keep doing it um yeah. <laughs> you know what one of the things i love about uh the pagan music community is it it really is uh, collaboration, not competition. And it's not like that in other places in the music industry. And I can speak firsthand. So um, I love, I love what we do for each other. I love that we support each other and lift each other up and, and help each other in every way that we can. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, you said space opera, and it mm -hmm. just made me think of a CD that I gave my dad like years ago that I loved and so it it was driving me crazy i was trying to find it it, it, it made me think of dream theaters the astonishing when you mentioned oh, space opera great album yeah, yeah i i loved it so much i gave it to my dad for his birthday oh, and so he, he loves listening to it cool that's yeah. why i was just like wait a second what was that album yeah, yeah. dream theater is like one of my top 10 favorite bands of all time dream theater like, is good yeah they are mm -hmm. amazing um so yeah you know what you just said about about the community and how everybody works together i i also feel that that is very awesome and i'm in collaborations with a few other artists as well yeah. uh we're not going to name drop them just yet because we're gonna just yet. surprise here we go baby you know? steps yes <laughs> um but you know please by all means everybody out there who is listening go and check out mama gina uh she her her music's amazing she's an amazing person so please do so also you know make sure you you know come check our stuff out too on, yeah, on facebook yeah. and you I, know, i'm working on stuff to have yes <laughs> yes we are all working on stuff if we all don't have our own little projects we will all drive ourselves nuts i'm sure so mm -hmm. um but yeah absolutely i want to thank everybody for listening today it's yes this was this was a really fun episode and now Claude, i think I'm, we're it, i think we're ending it so i think i'm gonna did, mama gina did you have anything to add 
I am good. Thank you so much. Thank you both of you for hanging out. And this has just been a real pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, this is so nice. Yeah. I, I love, like I said, he's been enth- enthusing about you like a little kid. It's just so nice to meet the person behind the name. Yes. Yes. All right. Very- so we are going to leave this with this because I feel like it's going to be a blessing for the next week. Uh, this week, may you find the strength to keep your heart open, to forgive and let go, and to acknowledge your patterns of stress and release them, to be present mindful and kind. May you face your challenges with humor and grace and always may you notice the small moments of beauty. I think we're going to end the episode on that. I think that's a good, good feeling, good blessing for everyone's week. Absolutely. Blessed be. Blessed be. Blessed be. All right, everybody. So until next time, we'll be back with Matt or next episode, guys. Um, and, you know, really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to hearing everybody's feedback. So by all means, drop some comments and yes. say hello on our Facebook page, everybody. All right. And check out our website, witchcraftgrenade.wordpress.com. <laughs> and, all right. And, and um, check out the meme gallery. We have every meme we've ever posted on Facebook up there. Um, as well as some backstory and until lady book dragon gives her ah, bio i'm going to keep changing the thing underneath her name to say different things until she sends a legitimate bio so see you're just well, giving me just reasons to procrastinate because i'm well. going to be like oh what else is going what else is going to come out with that deranged brain of his i think right now it says this is not even her final form yes i i love it you shouldn't <laughs> change it <laughs> But we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and and change that up and put something clever onto there. Oh no. <coughs> Anyways, guys, have a wonderful week. Stay hydrated and stay safe. Yes, yes. Bright blessings and blessed be everybody. Blessed be. Blessed be.